welcome to the MBS show, episode number 271. I am your host, Norman Sanzo. Joining me today is Twy. Howdy, all. Howdy, man. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. I uh, saw Spider-Man earlier tonight. Really good movie. Awesome. Uh, we, we can talk a lot about that one, but you know what? Let's keep that for the end because, oh god. Uh, should, should I break keyfabe and tell people at home what really happened or should I just tell them near the end of the episode? You know what? Near the end of the episode because um, it'll be spoilers. But anywho, let's jump into news. And first up in the news is the Pony Movie News. Twy, have you seen the trailer? Like, I- I'm guessing you have, but how many times have you seen the trailer? Uh, I think like three, maybe four times. And how do you like the song featured in it? I don't really remember it too well, because um, I'm normally too focused on the animation. But from what I remember of the song, it sounded pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, it really kicks in more towards the second half of the trailer. Yeah, that's what I noticed too, after rewatching and trying to notice the song. And if you're interested, the song is called Off to See the World from Lucas Graham. So... Lucas Graham is a musician from the... I think he's a Dutch musician, something like that. I have no idea. I, I feel like I should know the name, but nothing's coming to mind. Twy, we are at that age where musicians of the newer days that we don't really care. It's just us. But you know what? Um, this song is pretty catchy. And from what I understand, this song is specially made for the trailer. So that's interesting. I do hope that this song is in the soundtrack or in the movie as credits or something like that. That'll be fun to hear. It better be. As you know very well that I'm already salty about certain songs being made for the show and the spin-offs from the show not actually getting put onto soundtracks. I I just I, I think I know what you mean. There, there's one song that's haven't been in any album, yeah. But anywho, Moving on to a next musician, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine and Audio Slave tweets about ponies. So Tom Morello here is, well, from the description, you already know who he is. He's part of Audio Slave and Rage Against the Machine. And he's kind of a popular artist. I do follow him a bit because of another artist that I enjoy. I think his name is Serge Stankian. And... Tom Morello and him did something together, so that's why I kind of follow Tom. And it seems that Tom tweeted something very interesting. Vacation listening, Ozzy, Johnny Cash, Clash, Rush, Gaga, Can Drive, Soundgarden, KP Slave 2, The Rhythm, and the My Little Pony soundtrack. What? Man has taste, what can we say? I know. The rest of it, uh, no. But the Milo Pony soundtrack, yeah, that's on point. Ozzy and Johnny Cash are good. Gaga is interesting, and I I don't know the rest. But still, uh, having Tom say that, I I don't know. It could be one of those situations where, you know what, I'm going to agree with you, Twy. The guy has taste in music. But now I really wonder, which soundtrack is he listening to? Is it the Equestrial Girls, or is it the normal one? Well, if if he has any sense, it's the soundtrack to Rainbow Rocks. Mm-hmm. But I will also accept the soundtrack to uh, the first two seasons of Generation 4. Mm, true. And 
I guess also the soundtrack for Legend of Everfree. True, true. But you know what? I like this kind of situation because the last time when an artist did something like this, we got them in the show singing for the show. So I do hope that Hasbro takes notice of this and kind of um, asks if he's interested in being on the show. That would definitely be something worth watching. I know. I, I like. <laughs> you know what? Next news. I'm, I'm I'm getting too hyped, which may not come true. So move on. Moving on to the next news. Um, have you heard of a show called Adam Ruins Everything? It rings a bell. Um, long story short, Adam Conover is a guy who does. Uh, videos on YouTube called Adam's Ruins Everything. I think he does True TV and I think he also does a show for College Humor, something like that. But anywho, um, what he does is he explains certain aspects of certain things of certain companies. For example, he once explained about Listerine. To summarize that story, you're basically putting a floor cleaner in your mouth, gargling it and spitting it out. Interesting. Yeah, so technically he ruins everything. And also, I think I remember him explaining about college elect. Uh, you know what that is, right? Uh, maybe. It sounds familiar. It's something to do with the recent presidential elections where the current president won via the college elect. Oh, yeah, the, the electoral college. Okay, yeah, no, I get it. So it's that he breaks down and explains things to the general audience. I'm not 100% how true is that. So someone recently asked him a question. Hey, Adam, I like watching you ruin stuff. This would be a weird challenge, and I would almost feel honored if you pulled it off. Do you think you could ruin My Little Pony community fan base, the Bronies? And Adam replied, I don't think I could. I think... I like the bronies too much. I think bronies are great. Nothing makes me happier than when Fluttershy or someone with a magical pony avatar shows up in my tweet feed and asks a question about the show. It also brings a smile to my face. I think that friendship is magic and I think it's wonderful that we have a community of adults who want to spread that message around the world. Even I could not ruin something so lovely as the bronies. Well, at least someone has to think so. <laughs> uh, but that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Like, his whole stick is ruining stuff. But having him just say something like that, it makes you feel nice and fuzzy inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can, I can definitely respect that response. I mean, we, Bernie, us Bernies get enough flack as it is. Yeah, and we don't need someone to ruin our shtick. We can do it by ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah, just look at the drama that comes through YouTube half the place. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no. <laughs> Talking about, uh, you know what, no, there's, there's no good segue to this cute thing. Play School Chibi MLP Plush Appears. What this is, is just a product line by Hasbro from PlaySchool. And it's essentially um, mini-sized pony figures. They're really cute. 
They are super freaking adorable. I want one. I know. So bad. I want, I want a whole box of them. <laughs> like, just a box that I could jump into, like a ball pit. <laughs> oh, wow. That, that's interesting. Uh, but honestly, um, from what I can tell here, this pony figures are, um, I'm, I'm guessing about the size of a Coke bottle, probably. Yeah, I can't really see any size reference in the news article. Yeah, but one of the few things that I noticed here is that the whites in their eyes, they're represented by their cutie marks. If you see Twilight, she has her um, star. If you see Pinky, she has her balloons. Ah, yes. As for now, there's only two of them, so I can't really say about the others. So I got no idea what... Fluttershy is or Applejack is and so on. Like you would assume it would be the apples, the butterfly and you know, Rainbow Dash would be the um, lightning and so what. But still, um, you, you can't assume that because you've got no idea. Yes, yeah, fa- fairly, fairly decent assumption. I'm a little sad we don't, we don't have all six of them shown off in the article. I'm only assuming that they probably made these for all of the main six. But the only ones, only having Pinky and Twilight, I mean, the first and second best horse. But yeah, I wouldn't mind if there was third best horse also in there. <laughs> well, I know what you mean. And at the same time, too, it's one of those scenarios where maybe we're not getting the whole picture for now. But still, I don't mind. I, I hope these things are cheap, you know, around the 15 American dollars to the 10 American dollars. Somewhere around that price, that'll be good. I mean, it'll still be outside of my price range because I'm I'm broke, but that's still de- that would still be a nice, nice, decent price. It, I think the, it would be insane to price them any higher than twenty dollars US. That, that's true too. Having them too high would really not. Yeah, nah, nah, just nah. But that's the news for this week. So let's head into the other topic, which is. What have you been doing with our week? Or what has been entertaining us? You mentioned earlier before about watching Spider-Man Homecoming. So how do you really like it, Twy? Like, uh, do share with Spoiler Free. Uh, spoiler Free? Uh, free, free. <laughs> spoiler Free. I quite enjoyed it. It was, it was as good as, actually it wasn't as good as I was expecting, but, uh, I think I just hit the point where I I I was hoping it would be super super good, like blow the other Spider-Man uh, movie franchises out of the wa- uh, water. Mm-hmm. But it was still really good. O- overall, I think it was still better than the Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if I'd say it was better than the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. And why is that? Uh, just I, I think. Well, the the new I I forget the name of the guy, but the 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 new guy who plays Spider Man slash Peter Parker makes a fantastic Spider Man. I didn't care for his portrayal of Peter Parker. Really, no. And I I I, I think I definitely prefer uh, Tobey Maguire's version of Peter Parker. Hmm, oh, that's interesting. Where he he was he was he was nerdy. But he didn't particularly have like the the angst or the 
uh, overexcitability. I mean, sure, I heard Toby Maguire's Peter Parker was older. He was in college, so he was a good, I don't know, four or five years older uh, as a character. But even Teenage Spidey, from all the different various Spider-Mans I've ever read or watched, this is probably going to be one of the more angsty and typical, typical teenage uh, character characterizations. And that made part of the movies just eye-roll worthy. And I was like, these, these are definitely a detriment to the, to the film. The villain, though, the villain is fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. From design to motivation to just... I, I, I love the villain. The villain in this was absolutely great. Yeah, I have to say Batman really did a good job. Ah, uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, uh, it's Michael Keaton. He plays the villainous one. And yeah, yeah, uh, Michael Keaton used to play Batman, the first two, Batman 1 and Batman, what was it again? Return of Batman? Um, I'm not sure, I'm not as versed in the old Batman films. Uh, Batman as, Returns, uh, Batman Returns. Yeah, I, I think, I, I'm not as versed in the old Batman films as some of my friends are. Yeah. I just know I've seen them at some point. <laughs> Yeah, but anywho, um, Batman is Spider-Man's nemesis. Ooh. <laughs> One of the, probably maybe not so much for people who are only really getting into Marvel now through the cinematic universe, but for, for followers of Marvel for a while, especially of Spider-Man comics, this is definitely a villain that you will recognize, and you'll probably love the MCU take on it, because... It's a villain who's been hit and missed throughout all the various iterations, and this is in my out of all the ones I've seen, this is definitely my favorite version of the villain. I have to agree with you on that one, man. Like I've seen multiple versions from the nineties um, cartoon where the vulture's old guy can transform to young guy. I, I forgot, and from the recent Ultimate Spider-Man where the Vulture is just some angsty teen that's been mind-controlled by Dr. Ock. Yeah, this version is much more relatable and believable. Yeah, I think what you're thinking of with the turning to a young man, it was... I forget how he does it, um, but it's one of the original comic lines uh, with the Vulture. He gets his hands on some tech or something that allows him to drain the youth from Spider-Man and become young himself. Uh, comic books. <laughs> yeah, magic, science. Uh, we have both of them. Logic and sense? No, we're a bit short. <laughs> uh, and, well, as for me, I've seen Spider-Man 2, so I'm I'm projecting my thoughts on Twice Thing 2 because, well, technically, Twice just watched this a few hours ago. Uh, yeah, I got out of the cinema about, let's say, 11.30, p.m. It's now True. quarter past 3 a.m. Yeah. So about, yeah, about, just, about four hours ago. Yeah. Just, just shy of four hours. And this is fresh in your memory still. Yay. 
But still, uh, I would say go watch it. Like, if you're a Spider-Man fan, you're going to love it. If you're a Marvel MCU guy, you're going to love it too because of all the small references that they do in the show. And, well, uh, I just say, yeah, go watch it. Because uh, a few things that I have to mention here, there's a huge payoff that's been building since 2008. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a large payoff. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead, go go watch it, guys. Like, yeah, Spider Man's really worth it. I want to say one last thing about Spider Man. One last thing, as we all know, all of the cinematic Marvel movies have an after credit scene. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we all know it's coming, unless you've lived under a rock and this is the first Marvel cinematic movie you've ever seen. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it specifically. I'm just going to say. It's the best after credit scene out of all of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely the best. You should definitely wait around to the very, very end of the credits. Yeah. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you. Oh, yeah. Oh, also wait for the mid credits. The mid credits are awesome. Uh, the end credit. Oh my god. That, that's just good. That's just too good. Too good. <laughs> uh, well, so, uh, well, yeah. Watch, yeah. Uh, there's so much I can say, but uh, oh man, like yeah, yeah. But but anywho, if you guys at home have any questions, concerns, or suggestions for the show, you can contact us at themyshowgmail.com. You can also reach us on the Twitters. The show's Twitter account is at themyshow, and as for me, I'm at Norman Sanzo. And why? Where can the good people find you? They can find me on DeviantArt and Film Fiction underneath Twilight Genesis. They can find me on Facebook and YouTube under Double Point Productions. And you can tweet at me on Twitter at Midnight underscore Pint. And bonus points, if you keep track of my YouTube channel, in the next week or so, there'll be... Because since this this episode of the NBA show will come out way before I get my my stuff into gear, <laughs> I've recently interviewed Norman here. Yeah. So over on my channel very soon, there will be a video of the interview with Norman. Yeah, I was about to promote that one too because, I, well, um, how do I put this? One of the few things that I should have said that um, I've been busy with my week was being on your show. And your show was fun. Like, I remember you saying that, oh, um, or uh, how do I put this? I, I remember you saying that you wanted to kind of limit the show or the interview around the 20 minute mark. So, okay, I have this mindset of let's try and see if we can do it because I remember being on the Highland Brony show and I had to limit myself under the 20 minute marks. So don't expand too much. Don't talk too much. You know, just kind of keep everything neat and tidy. But on your show, nah, man, like we enjoyed too much. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was, it was a fun show. We got a bit carried away. Um, it's, it's definitely not going to be as long uh, after I edit it, but I, I'm fairly sure it's going to be the longest interview I, I done so far. Uh, beating out Lurker Cats one. Ooh, no spoilers there. No spoilers. Like, let's not tell them how long it is. If they know how long Lurker Cat is, and let's just say they beat it by that, maybe beat it by one second. Yeah. <laughs> May, maybe beat it by a thousand seconds. <laughs> God no. <laughs> But still, uh, you never know. True that, true that. But still, it was fun, man. Like, uh, I, 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 I just, 
I'm flabbergasted, but still, I really appreciate it a lot, and thank you for inviting me. Oh, no worries. It's fantastic to have you on my own show. After all the times you've had me on here. Yay! But still, it's fun, it's fun. And also, please subscribe and read us on iTunes, YouTube, and Stitcher Radio, and also like our Facebook page. You can also reach us on PonyVilife.com. Links are in the show notes. And also, please do catch our new show, the MBS Show Review and Discussion Podcast, available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Over there, you get me, Silver Quill, and Sapphire Heart Song talk about the My Little Pony episodes, comics, and movies. And sometimes we like to talk about other things, like some other Western comics or cartoons, and, well, movie discussions. We all like movies, so, yeah, we talk about movies and sometimes video games. And, well, I talk a lot about this one. It's one of those dream projects I really, really want to do and Kung Pao Into the Feast. That's been in my head for a while now. I think I've been teasing this since the beginning of the year, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. We even teased it when we recorded last week's episode, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's, that's one thing I'm trying to do. So, um... <laughs> We'll wait and see how that goes. And trust me, guys, any show where I crack up giggling is always a good time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. It wasn't last week's episode. We we, we mentioned it in the interview on, for that's going up on my channel. Yeah. And you did your best not to, to crack up laughing at one point, yeah. which is going to be hilarious to edit. <laughs> Don't edit it out. But anywho. Oh no, I'm not. I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it in. If if if, I, if there's any part where I can definitely hear you laughing, that stays in. <laughs> all right, all right. And well, if you'd like to support the show, um, you can do so at Patreon.com/slash/TheMBSShow. Um, with every support, you'll get full access to the deleted content and get early access to the review and discussion podcast all that will be there and also you'll get a huge thank you from us the show so talking about thank yous I would like to thank Lurker Cat Twilight Genesis Nemtracatorius Starstream Master of Lag and our newest supporter Jeffrey thank you so much guys for the awesome support just thank you you make my day you make me smile thanks a lot you're welcome Norman no problem man so anywho I have been Norman Sanzo I've been Twilight Genesis. And we'll guys catch you with another amazing episode of the MBS show. See ya. Cheers. Cheers.